<clears throat> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comic Geek Roundtable, uh, where us people of ComicGeek.tv uh, meet weekly to discuss things. Um, my name is Tom Van Orden. I'm the podcast director. Joining me today are... Editor-in-Chief Robert Byler. And... Travis Harmon, Editor-in-Chief, not of this podcast. Editor-in-Chief of not of this podcast, or this website, or whatever. Uh, so I mean, say what you actually do would be useful. I'm editor in chief at Hacks Paper Livewire Lancaster, not of Comic Geek. Lancaster. Yeah, I don't Lancaster. Know if you guys have ever heard of for all you folks out there in California Lancaster. listening. Every time people give me the dirtiest looks when uh, they say Lancaster, and I said no, we're not in California. Yep. And they're like, I don't get that. I'm like, it's Lancaster. It's different. It's such a minor thing yep. that people just refuse to listen to or learn. Yep. So, we are recording today on the spoopiest of all days. Robert, how do you feel? Spoopy? It's too spoopy for me. It is too spoopy for you. What was that thing that you posted on Twitter with the hashtag, or was it Facebook? Something you, te- you oh, hashtag. Yeah, definitely too spoopy for me. Hashtag too spoopy for uh, me. It's a picture of the scariest, um, scariest Halloween costumes, or I'm sorry, sorry, scariest uh, jack-o'-lanterns, and into them were... Oh, that part. said student debt? Yeah, one says student loans, the other says housing prices, the other one says the Wi-Fi is down. <laughs> no, not the Wi-Fi. Not the bees! <laughs> that was a thing that I talked about the other day. It said on your Facebook status, the helmet page. of bees. Really quick, uh, we should, since it is Halloween, go around the room and talk about our costumes. Uh, Robert, what is your costume? Uh, I went with the easy option. I went with Amish man. Yes, you so are. So, can we hear the accent? No. Oh. <laughs> Can I see it? Nope. <laughs> Sorry. No. Sorry. Refer- reference. Uh, the best scene from The Simpsons was when uh, Skinner had Chalm- uh, Super Nintendo Chalmers over his house for a brunch, and he set his kitchen on fire. And he, for whatever reason, he never turned the oven off, and the fire just raged out of control. And he bypassed this situation by telling the superintendent that it was the Northern Lights. In yeah. his kitchen. Ah, the Aurora yeah. Borealis. <laughs> I've also been seeing a large amount of people dressed up as Lisa in the Florida outfit. That's been a thing this year. Like, Lisa? Like Lisa for, I think, one of the plays dressed up as Florida. Okay. But um, it was spelled uh, L-O-R-E-D-A. Yeah, 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 yeah. like an orange glue to yeah, her. Yeah. Apparently that's one of the big costumes this year. Interesting. So, I, yeah. I haven't really... Uh, I haven't really paid a lot of attention. A lot of people... Yeah. Uh, as I've gone on in my life, I've noticed a lot of people not doing... Like costumes about, or like like oh geez, pop culture costumes or anything like that. Like some people will just do a cool gore costume, like the zipper face. Like yeah. that's always a killer. I love that one. Um, zombies, obviously, you're never going away. Never. Someday. No, I honestly don't. I think they're stuck in our lexicon as popular. I mean, culture I don't think now. I don't think they're going to go go away. I just think they're going to stop being as popular as they currently are. Yeah, once The Walking Dead is off the air. Finally. Hey. <laughs> Get out of my get off my podcast. Go. Alright, bye. So uh Travis, you're not in costume right now, but what is your plan for a costume? Uh I feel like I always have to preface it with my coworker John is going to be dressed up as Little Red Riding Hood, and I am the huntsman. The huntsman. You're the huntsman. Hunt some men. Is, is Snow White gonna be there? Too spoopy. Yeah. I'm remember spooked. that movie? Snow White Snow White is that White the one Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Ritter? I saw that. Sure. Or as you call her sometimes. Person? Kirsten Ritter. Kirsten, whatever. <laughs> Ms. Yeah. Ms. Ritter. Yeah. And, um... Jane from Breaking Bad. We'll start shorthanding it. And I... Jane from Breaking Bad. Just ignore the actress's name completely. And I am, uh, co- 
cosplay and was said, uh, I'm dressed up as Silent Bob. Didn't we talk about that yesterday? I said something in somebody's cosplay, and you're like, on Halloween, it's called a costume? Yeah. <laughs> that actually brings me to the issue that I want to know what cosplayers do. Do cosplayers, much like in real life, just show up everybody by being amazing with theirs? You know, actually, I have a friend. Uh, she's getting pretty much pretty big in the cosplay world yeah. and had no plans of dressing up. And plan on just like like she's I think she made a status saying like I just plan on having like a low key day at work today, but everyone found out that she was doing cosplay and basically like forced her to go into work in full costume. Uh, so I think she's yeah, like, that's what I was know. wondering is if it would like burn you out and you wouldn't want to do it anymore. Well, it, my thing about or it go is go all out for a holiday. Please. Well, my thing is if you're if you already have like built a costume, right? Yeah, I mean you can just throw it on. Yeah. Not necessarily because not necessarily every and then it depends on it's on an individual by individual basis, but uh, not all costumes require an absurd amount of work. I think uh, like some things are just a suit that you put on. I think like Spider-Man cosplayers recycle kind of not recycle, but like I think a lot of cosplayers don't necessarily build for Halloween. I think they just pick up something they've already worn and throw that on again. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely if I was. But I think I would change the difference. Is like most people with their Halloween costume, it's like the only one they do a year, so like they build it up. Whereas with this person, you know, it's something that they... Uh, I mean, Robert, it's worth mentioning that I put this costume together in about 30 seconds. I mean, I'm not saying everyone after, does. I'm after saying people like you. I actually came across this idea for a costume after I uh, Google searched bearded man costumes. See, I got mine because I already get accused of dressing as a lumberjack, so <laughs> it didn't take much... I, you know, I'm pretty much going into work in my own clothing. Yeah, and that then, sounds... And then buttoning up my plaid shirt and then claiming that well, I'm done it's soon, actually so. funny because me and Robert the other day went out for breakfast and I wore this coat with a t-shirt and I said, man, just put a backwards baseball cap on me and I'm just like Kevin Smith. And I was like, that that clicked to me earlier when I was yep. like thinking about my jacket. I was like, yeah, I have that long coat. I wonder if that could be part of a costume. I was like, duh. So now we've started on a year-long quest to grow my hair out by the time Comic-Con rolls around. October 6th through the 9th next year. Yeah. It's weird to me that they're on the exact same dates next year as they are this year. Oh. So still the weekend falls on the same days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like crazy. Those, those three days are uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What a spoopy coincidence. Yeah. I'm all spooped out. Those three days are, in fact, four days. Hey, has anybody uh, has anybody been playing any scary games? Uh, I, I keep trying to play Alien Isolation. but I'm Oh, I also, saw it was on sale. I'm also like, an enormous baby. I'm terrible playing. I would say usually games. around usually around this time of year, not even necessarily just for Halloween, but like this time of year, uh, is usually my annual playthrough of Alan Wake. Mm-hmm. I love that game. It's one of my all time favorite games. Uh, so yeah, I, I haven't started on that yet. I was playing a little bit of Dead Island Riptide uh, last night. We finally we got we took our old Minecraft server computer and hooked it up in the living room over there, and now it's uh it's functioning as a streaming box for Steam. Yep. So I can use my supercomputer to stream games over there. I'm serious yep. though. I do want to see what happens if we set the Minecraft server up on it. I I mean, I know, has, you, feel, I know you feel certain that it's just going to like topple over, but I want to see it. I mean, it has a dual. You want to see it topple over? Yeah. Well, here's the here's the thing: is it? I want to see how laggy it is. Yeah. I mean, for goodness' sake, 40k Space Marine for whatever reason doesn't even run on it already. So I can't imagine that. That could be an optimization issue, though. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, well, that's what's weird is because it runs fine on Shadowfax, but right. that's what I'm saying is like the power is supposed to come from the main PC. Yeah, Shadowfax is fine. It runs a billion, trillion times. He's the main PC in all situations. He has a name. Actually, so does the uh, the the so server computer. Every other computer in the house. The server computer's name is Happy Birthday. Any reason? Uh, <laughs> I think we were looking for something. Like we were just like, wow, what are we gonna name this thing when we were setting it up? And it was like. Happy birthday! 
Frosty Snowman? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I was refer referring to right My there. My Surface but. is named Wandacorn. Wandacorn. My, uh, I forget why. My desktop is named is Gertrude. Any particular reason? Or no. Just, like, <laughs> just, just hey. thought it was my, uh, fitting. My computer's name is um, very obvious. It was very calculated yeah. because I have a white case and it's, it's very fast. So it so must be Shadowfax. Even though hilariously, Shadowfax is technically gray, but that's whatever. That's neither yeah. here nor there. Um, and uh, my tablet is called Tyson, named after Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's awesome. Uh, this computer that I gave Meg is called Werner, named after Werner von Braun. So I rocket scientist, right? Right, yeah, I have rocket scientist, astrophysicist kind of theme. Robert had one named after like a deity of some description. Oh, it's the my desktop, Arsandulai. That's not what it's called anymore, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it was previously called Hydra. Yeah, oh yeah, it was previously called Hydra. Like Hail, 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 yeah, Hail Hydra. Guys, no, I named all of them. I like, it was like Hydra, Kraken. Was like my sea monsters. Yeah, well, actually, I wasn't going for sea monsters. I was just going for monsters. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's named Wandacorn because uh, Ashley, my girlfriend, suggested that when I uh, when I was thinking about it, trying to think of another monster name. She's like, "Go with Wandacorn." I was like, "All right, whatever." That sounds awesome. Uh, okay, so we've spent ten minutes BSing as we normally yeah. do on the podcast. Anything useful to talk about today, uh, Robert, the news guy? Russia plans to go back to the moon in twenty twenty nine. I mean, and we're going to go back permanent to, outpost. We're going to go to the moon back in like twenty twenty. What up? All right, whoa, let's... This is space race all over again! <laughs> Except apparently in longer terms. Also, Russia didn't... It's not... Russia's not going back to the moon. They're going to the moon. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Oh, wait, I thought they'd been to the moon. No, we are literally the only country that has ever been on the moon. Oh. Multiple times? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I figured since we had done it multiple times, someone else had to have done it nope, once. Nope, nobody has ever done it but us. Hmm. Yes, I should have looked at Trust that. me, I'm the space guy. Yeah, you're all the space guy. I don't know why I doubted you. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Forming a permanent settlement. Apparently, they've released some information about their ideas for it. Apparently, it's going to be an underground settlement on the moon. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because your highest hazard when being out in space is solar radiation. And debris. Debris is not really. I mean, I guess there's not much of it. Did you know, Robert, that space is really fucking huge and really fucking empty? Yeah. Yeah. Makes so. me think about some stuff. No, it doesn't things. make me think about anything. It's about just it? a fact. <laughs> Speaking of space... Wait, wait, facts don't make you think about things? No, I don't think, usually. Speaking of space, where did you put my uh, X-Wing figures? Uh, I put them over on the bookshelf. Okay, good. It's information everyone really needed. I'm sorry, I just thought about it because we were talking about space. I was playing the X-Wing miniatures yeah, uh, board game. It is hella, fighters and hella, hella, hella fun. It is. Yeah, we just... Like, I, I, I was taught... like I played like a, like a learning game one time. It was yeah, cool. we did. I did a tutorial game with Meg and she hated it because she hates everything I love. Um, you shouldn't have said phases. Yeah, I know. Because when we tried to teach her to play magic, I said, we said, you know, okay, well, each turn of magic is divided into phases and then she ended up not liking magic, which, whatever. Um, but then the second I got her, I wanted to sit down and play this board game. I was like, yeah, so there are two phases and she was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope to the fuck out. But she played it, she hated it and it was fine. And then our friend Eric came over and he's become as obsessed with it as I have. So, part of the reason why I didn't like this game in the first place is because, again, uh, he kind of made me buy it for him. Not that I... It was for an anniversary. Yes, I know. <laughs> and, um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, it, it's just a very... There's a lot of rules to it, and there's a lot of stuff that you need to know how to do. And I'm just like, I'm over this. Nope, not doing this. It's too involved for me. I just want to sit down and just play this game. I feel like I would like having both of them together on the podcast. 
more if they weren't a couple. <laughs> So that every freaking time doesn't devolve into a couples therapy session. We're done with couples therapy. See you later, sweets. All right. Back into my hiding Yeah, he blew up your TIE fighter. How did that make you feel? Uh, I got, so if you looked over there, you saw um, we bought, I bought today the B-Wing expansion and the TIE Defender expansion. Uh, And our friend Eric was over playing it with me. He... I did not destroy a single thing of his. He raked me over the coals, and he was playing as the Empire. So he tossed the Defender out and uh, just absolutely destroyed me. Because <laughs> there's like an up, there's an upgrade system with it, which is really interesting. You have like a set number of points to build your squad, and with that, you get pilots, ships, and upgrades. And he used a lot of his points to purchase to use upgrades. And one of the upgrades was if. Uh, you have an opponent in your cone of fire, and they don't have you in their cone of fire. They lose one of their dodge dice, <laughs> and the B wing has one dodge dice, so, yeah. and it barely moves. So he he flank, outflanked it and was just like pew pew pew. Yeah. So he I didn't destroy a single thing of his, and he killed me just outright. But it's still it's a lot of fun, and I think we're we're about to break into doing like mixed mixed martial arts squads now yes mixed martial arts the mixed squads now where like i have those are all my figures and now he's gonna go out and get some figures and we're just gonna be like yeah whatever the empire and the rebel can be on the same side who cares there's no rules there's technically no rules that say you right. can't do that i'm uh, i'm trying to get back into hero clicks a little bit i don't know if you played that at all uh i, I yeah I was yeah saying, i know you did like a long time ago i my big thing is and i'm gonna do it and I might regret it or I might really love it. Um, I'm going to sell some magic cards to the local card shop and purchase uh, the Warhammer 40k starter kit. Could go either way. You're, I don't know. Dual wielding so magic and Warhammer can be... Well, here's, here's the thing expensive. about... <laughs> here's the thing about dual wielding magic and Warhammer. Because I play one type of magic... Commander. And I have... The best type. Yeah. The and best I type. have a deck that is, I feel, all around good and I... So my, I would be totally. You're, you're comfortable enough in magic. Well, I, w- I would say I, I would be totally okay if I never built another EDH deck ever again. I'm always building them. Well, see, that's my thing is I'm always like brainstorming and theory and like thinking about, but nothing to date has. And I, I literally pulled up a, a list of legendaries, and was like just trying to build and you know like forcing myself to build. And nothing has ever stood out to me as being like I need to build that deck. See, I, I brainstorm them, and then my wallet's empty, and then there's a deck, and I'm like, oh shit, how did this happen? Yeah, is my problem. Yeah. Well, see, our friend Eric is really he has like he's just accumulated this collection of good cards. So like he'll brainstorm a deck, and then the next day he'll just have it. He won't have to ever buy a card. Because he's like, yeah, I just had all this. Yeah, actually, around. I just built a deck like that. I was like, oh, wouldn't this deck be cool? And I just looked at my trade binder, and I had like 70 of the 100 cards needed. Yeah. I, well, I, I ran into a problem where I was building a constructed deck, and I realized I've been playing so much Commander, I don't have a playset of anything. Yep. I run. I have singles of every single thing, because if I have multiples of something and it's worth money, gone. Yep, Forget I do it. the same thing. As soon as I get a card that's worth anything, like in Standard or Modern, I, I sell it, because... Gotta play that. That's, well, that's why I'm I'm confident that my, the total amount of my trades is going to be worth a Warhammer starter kit because sure. I have an entire playset of Black Cleave Cliffs, which are useless in EDH. Yep. Uh, so I have four of them, and they trade at at least sixteen apiece. Yep. So I was like, you'll be all right. Take that. Yeah, I don't. I'm really I really prefer something like miniatures, and for different reasons than like Robert 
said had expressed an interest in Warhammer, but he's all about like wanting to paint them and. I just don't have the time or the patience right now for that. Yeah, but, but my like, th- as I was going to ask, I was going to bring this up. Don't are there sets of Warhammer that you can get that are pre-painted? Because yes. I thought you had to paint all of them. I, I think unless I think, there's like a so- just like unless you just want solid. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but the back of the box of the starter kit has everything painted. But they looked like they were just color coded, like yellow, blue, green. Like they didn't look like they were. They, and a lot of the times they'll they'll color the stuff on the box, but it's not actually. Okay, I because I I don't know I yeah. I everything um, I nothing I make sure to ask that before you buy. Mo- well, most, I mean, it doesn't most, matter even if it most of it's not painted. Yeah, I would say it doesn't matter to yeah. me. If, and it, and as far as I'm just from picking because I was at a card shop today from picking up the box and shaking it, I don't think any of it's assembled either. No, oh no, no definitely no, not. not assembled, not painted. But yeah. I know if I read the back of the box correctly, all of the stuff that comes in the starter kit is non glue assembly. Yes, it's, like it's, it's all it's, the snaps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, a lot of their stuff is is snap now. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay. I mean, I'm okay with like all of it. the The idea of having a set of miniatures and being like, "This army is mine. I have collected it. I have perfected it to a way that it's almost like the same thing as having like a commander deck. Yeah. Be like, this is what I bring to the table. What do you got? This is how I feel I could maximize the yeah. amount of space I had on my team. Another, best. Yeah. Sorry, there's another game out there. It's War something. Oh, uh, I just yeah, War Machine. Yep. I just saw it today, and I was like, actually, as I walked past it, I was like, War Machine. That sounds familiar. Oh yeah, that's the cheap Warhammer. There's also one called uh, Drop Zone. That's a whole lot of fun. No, uh, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean cheap. I didn't mean cheap in a bad way. Oh, no. I mean, it's literally Warhammer cheaper. is like really expensive. Yeah. So, uh, Drop Zone's a lot of fun. It's almost like miniature condensed games of Warhammer with like uh-huh. smaller teams. Uh, everything is based around using like ten sided die huh. and like attacks and stuff. It's like roll this many ten sided die. So like. Really easy to play. It's al- it's almost like like quick skirmishes in Warhammer. See, my, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. But the, the the main thing about the Warhammer is that I mean, it started with like I have a lot of Warhammer games, like the 40k games. I have Space Marine. I have Dawn of War. I have like all that stuff. Um, and the universe is just it grabbed me. Yep. I'm like the idea that there is this group of people out there called Space Marines. Yep. That is awesome. What's their primary melee weapon? A chainsaw. That's also a sword. Yeah. It's so cool. I uh, actually I got into magic similarly where I started learning about the lore and saw the art and that's what initially made me like oh whoa this is pretty and awesome and cool story and now I play too much magic so I got in I got into magic under the false pretense that I would be able to beat our friend Eric at it someday yeah uh, that yeah. didn't go well no he is really really good I mean he and he also been had been playing two years by the time I Eric started. who if it, I may ask uh, Lundquist oh so yeah, uh, Eric and Kyle yep. yeah I see them every Monday yeah bastards the pair yeah. of them the pair of them are there most days they try to screw with me because like i i've been working there a day a week so i'm like memorizing everyone's name uh-huh. and i mix it up one time after getting it right and then like one time i randomly mix it up so then now who tried to screw with me you know i want to say kyle tried to say he was eric just to throw me off well the problem is they will deny it to this day and if they're actually listening to this i apologize but uh they claim that they don't look anything alike. That's a horseshit lie. Yeah, they're, if, they're, if you're listening to this, it's a terrible lie. <laughs> they look a little alike. Yeah. They look a little alike. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Eric was who taught me to play magic, and I wish I had never like I would have had such a more. He's, fu- he's, he's pretty tough. Yeah, I would yeah. have had such a more fulfilling financial life if he had never. No, actually, one of my Facebook profile pictures was just me losing to combo, uh-huh. and it's just me. <sighs> I forget if Kevin... I was playing with Kevin and Eric in that game, and I forget one of them comboed off, and it's just literally just me looking at the camera, like, 
not really alive inside anymore. Yeah. And then <laughs> just Kevin in the background smiling. Yeah. 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 No big deal. Uh, that's kind of, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, and then the worst part is I got, I got him into Hearthstone. And he has taken to it like a fish to water, of course, because it's a card game. Yeah. We haven't played since the first day that he started playing Hearthstone. So... See, I had a friend use that as a stepping stone to kind of get into magic. I was like, it, yeah, they're similar, except in magic, you can do things on that person's turn. And he goes, that's the big difference? I was like, yeah, realistically, that is the big difference. Yeah. I I don't know. I love Hearthstone. I like Hearthstone probably twice as much as I like magic. I, know I like magic a lot. Um, but because I feel like Hearthstone pisses me off less, because a lot of it is very RNG-focused. Yeah. You can't get mad at random random numbers. Like no. you can't get mad. You're like, oh man, my my bomber hit this thing twice instead of once, or like whatever. You just you don't get mad. But you can get mad at someone fun policing you. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Be like counterspell, counterspell. Oh, I'm done. Forget it. Fun policing. Huh? I said fun policing. I just like that term. Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Uh, all right. I would just like to take a moment to remind everybody about who our affiliates are. Amazon Prime is who we are talking about today. If you want to get the most out of your dollar, Amazon is the largest online store with millions of items available at prices significantly below retail. Plus, with Amazon Prime, you get free two-day shipping, unlimited music, and movie streaming, as well as Prime-only discounts. Just go to commongeek.tv slash affiliates and click the link for a free 30-day trial. Doing that supports our show to keep making great content for you. This uh, costume is really fucking hot. Yeah. It like makes sense. Your, that, would you like to take your jacket off? No, I'm keeping it on. I like. I want to keep the dream alive. See, he's committed. I'm like, well, he, yeah, I say, here's keeping the thing. your mustache. Yeah, you're a terrible Amish man with your mustache over there. I'm staying, I'm, I'm staying true to myself. <laughs> Mennonites have mustaches? Maybe you can be Mennonite. I don't know. Mennonites yeah. aren't required to grow beers. I don't think. No, they're not required, so... I don't think Amish, are Amish people required? After you get married. It's like a cultural it's, thing that they did. It's your wedding ring. Pretty much. Yeah. Interesting. Because, I mean, a wedding ring is stupid. Yeah. See, man, we've like been married We've like been married for a long time. I've been growing my beard. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what else is going on in the news there? Robort, oh, I've got a lot. Robort of, Booler. I've got a lot of holiday-themed uh, news. Ooh. Ooh spoopy. <laughs> Too spoopy. <laughs> Too spoopy for me. Um, let me see. Uh, the first... Or I don't know if it's the first... But kind of the first for the platform, Periscope had a live, uh, what they're calling a horror experience. Uh, the company's calling it basically a live action, real-time horror film. I'm scared. Uh, it was made by, let's see, they're called Bloomhouse Productions. They've made, ah, they're, oh, but yeah, they're really known for their micro and low-budget horror films such as Paranormal Activity, Insidious, The Purge, yeah, Sinister. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I like The Purge. I actually saw that recently. I haven't had a chance to watch it. It just happened the other day. It was called Fifteen. And uh, apparently it got, people were flagging it, thinking that it was like an actual murder happening. See, now, when Robert initially told me about this, my immediate question was, has anyone actually killed someone on Periscope yet? Which No, nah, no, nah, they'd kill someone on Meerkat. Oh, wait, Meerkat's already dead. Um, I've never even heard of that. They literally, uh, Meerkat... I, I was like, it's like one of those underdog stories where I really do root for them, is that, all right, they came in, did the exact same thing as Periscope a week, like a week or two before Periscope came out, and then Twitter bought Periscope, built that into the system, and knocked, yeah. uh, knocked Meerkat off, because originally you could see Meerkat streams, like, right in channel, like, in line, 
and now you can't, but you can see periscopes, which yeah. guess, so guess who wins? In oh, Tom, do you have a... I win. Yeah, oh, okay. In line, basically, in-line things always win, which is yeah. another reason why Facebook video is doing so much better than YouTube anymore on Facebook, yep. because Facebook video is built in as opposed to having to click a link. Exactly. You, wait, you have to click a link to YouTube now? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, maybe not all videos, but it seems that the majority of videos that are linked from YouTube, as opposed to being like an in-line, clickable watch on Facebook... They'll often open that, up I mean, in that's entirely time. on purpose. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's... Duh. Businesses do shit on purpose. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, live action horror Spoopy. film. I keep saying live action. Real time, I guess, is really real. Yeah, real time would make more can, sense. Yeah. Yeah, that I can think of. It's uh, it's about a guy who uh, basically live streams himself murdering a bunch of people. I I don't want to see this in yeah, real life. That it's not horrible. what I'm about to say, but like, I don't want to see this in real life. I'm interested in seeing that's, this film. That is kind of worrying because, like, I feel he like could have been doing it. Yeah. That exactly. That that's well. That's, yeah, I think the insane. only reason that we have to believe because, like I said, people were flagging the content yeah. that it was. I think the reason to believe it's not though is specifically because it was on a known horror film production right. channel. Right. Yeah. But it got flagged and taken down. They had to put it back up. Uh, oh, it looks like it's on YouTube now. How does a stream get flagged? People like I mean, sorry. How does a stream get flagged and then put back up all within the span of like 15 minutes? I mean, I assume they just restarted it from the beginning. I guess I don't. know. They had to have that guy run all the way back to the start. I I don't know. Actually, it was 20 minutes. 20 minute film. Periscope. Makes no sense to me. I've not used it a single time. I downloaded it and I watched. I've watched a couple, but I can't like find a reason for myself to use it. I mean, the only the only type of streaming that I find myself giving a shit about is like video games. Twitch. Yeah, I f and I feel like like Snapchat kind of does what yeah I mean, well, Periscope I mean, does, but like in my in, in you know in, but in like the AD, yeah, in the ADD era, like it's fast. Oh, I mean it's not even ADD. Yeah. It's literally like this is how six seconds is how long I can usually tolerate yeah. a person. It, it, for. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I think like. I don't know. Especially I have Snapchat. Like, never felt the need to periscope anything, I guess. Especially Ruth. I can't stand Ruth on Snapchat right now. She's always sending snaps like, oh, London is so beautiful. This is my life. And I'm Thanks, like, Ruth Day. Former, I guess, well, I guess she's not even a former copy editor. It's just she is uh, busy being London-y. She'll never hear this, I bet. Probably not. She's so busy in London. London in it. Londoning it up. Londoning? Turn into a verb. Londoning. Uh, let's see. All right. Other. The Londoning. Other relevant uh, for the time of year. Uh, Walking Dead renewed for seventh season. Wow. Uh, I mean, they're what? About halfway through the, the sixth season right now? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're only three episodes in. Okay. How many episodes are normally in a season for them? Twelve? Uh, thir- Twelve? Thirteen? Something like that? Meg. Sixteen? Meg. Uh, full season is 16 episodes, but they split it up into two parts, each with eight episodes. Most shows are split up like that, though. So AMC is a really no. big one. Oh, yeah. AMC's yeah. terrible. Yeah, you know. AMC does like two months of TV show and then takes two months off and then yep. show, and then well, you know, back up for two months. Well, you know that like uh, Epic Rap Battles took a mid-season break that was seven months long. Well, I mean, so did uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. For, what was yeah. that, like a year? That was terrible. No, yeah, Mad Men too. Didn't Mad Men take... Mad Men, Mad Men took like a year long. Yeah. It, like, they, it was, it was what, like season. 10 episodes and then like, like five more or something like that for Mad Men? Yeah. yeah. Let me do my goddamn job. That that hurt waiting for Don Draper to come back to me. Yeah, I know. A lot I didn't of, like him. I know a lot of people. He's who a I, bastard. I, oh, he's horrible. I, mean, but... I didn't watch it myself, but I know that uh, I know quite a few people who did, and so they were very excited for when it came back. And I know that they were also excited because then it was able to get consideration for another for an additional. That's Emmy. why they. Did, I mean, that's why they did it that, and oh, they did that yeah. for Breaking Bad too. Yeah, was specifically for the Emmys. More Emmys. Okay. 
away with you. Thank uh. you. I don't care for The Walking Dead. I, I stopped at like season like four and kind of gave up. So I. I Stop have, it! Whatever I, I it is you're about to say. Super, super unpopular no, I opinion. Have, uh, I know. I would have probably again. He probably if I did stopped. not live in this house. I would have quit by now, and I might have come back if I had heard how good this season was. I, I have heard that in in like recent episodes, in particular, it has quality has episode improved. Episode two of season six is by far one of my all time favorite episodes. Is that the one where the thing happened that everyone's talking about right now? No, no. that was okay. season, that was episode three. Okay. Uh but no, I mean this is it's been honestly one of the most solid seasons. I mean we're only, we're only three episodes in, but it's been every episode's been super solid. They're also they've also gotten into the we do whatever the fuck we want phase of the show because yeah. next week this week's episode is ninety minutes. Yeah. Just oh, because wow. yeah, just because that's how long the, the, it's the season four- premiere was, right? It's the fourth episode of the season. It's, oh, yeah, 90 minutes, whatever. No, um, I, um... It's going to be 90 episodes, because we 90 find out... 90 minutes. What, 90 minutes, because we're going to find out what happened to a character that has had that has surprisingly come back. We assume. I mean, we don't know. We, you don't have no idea no, what this episode pre- is about. the preview is, is all about this character, so I... Made the assumption. I mean, which why don't we just say it? Why, why talk around it? Yeah, you don't have to. Should, can you can you spoiler tag it? I know spoiler. fucking Glenn died. Like no, no, I know that happened. Like, no, this no. is not. First off, Glenn is not dead. Well, okay. so okay. I, no, I was gonna say spoiler. Morgan comes back. Morgan comes back. Wait, Morgan? Yeah. Morgan. Oh, oh, back to the. Sorry. Matt, you. I swear to God, you cannot tag a spoiler for something that happened last season. That's not fair. Yeah. We should be allowed to talk about this by now. Oh, he's still not allowed to talk about Beth's dying. Yeah, Beth dead. Beth dead. Like, like here's the thing. Like, I, I even though I stopped watching the show, like I've kind of kept up with it in yeah. a weird way. Right. Like, I still know what's going on. So, My favorite yeah. thing is, and Rock- I've read, I've read the comics, so like I have an idea of yeah. like where the show is and can like kind of guess what's yeah, happening. Yeah, but basically I wanted Glenn to be and stay dead. Yeah, uh, that, because it feeds into my existentialism. I want people to know that any character they love can just die at yeah, any time. Yeah, see like I don't see, I, like the, they're just, just bringing people back. Well, see here's know. here's my thing about this. If they if even with what they did, right? Mm-hmm. If Glenn does somehow come back, which I I'm convinced he's probably not dead. Yeah. Um because I've seen a lot of stuff online that's like, yeah, a lot of it makes a they've, lot of and sense. And they've, like, really researched that. Like, yeah. there's, like, I mean, there's, like, stills there's like and, JFK like, Madden-style, like, 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 drawings yeah. on the images I mean, and stuff like that. It, it, yeah, it, it, all it took was a couple of gifts for me. Like, when they're scurrying into the alleyway, there is, uh, there's a clear gap on the bottom yeah. of the fence. Like, you can see it with your eyes. In fact, if they had been smarter, they could have just climbed out because there was only, like... 10 or 12 walkers on the other right. side of the fence instead of like the 40 million of them that were right there. But I, yeah, so I saw a lot of breakdowns. But I think even just by hinting at the fact that he died, they got the point across that they're yeah. like, listen, motherfuckers, we'll kill whoever we want yeah. whenever we want. That's fair. Like, I mean, when they when they ultimately off Rick on the TV show, which I know they will, yeah. it'll be like one of those things. So they're going to be like, you thought he was the main character. There is no main character. Everyone yeah. dies. Yeah, but, I mean, like but that's the thing. In a lot of times with with uh, with Breaking Bad, it's like the character has a story arc, and they fit it. like for the most part, like they get that in some way a resolution to that story arc. Right. That's kind of the thing I like about Game of Thrones. Literally, anyone can die. They can be mid- middle of their story. Ah, uh, like you know, maybe they'll get a redemptive arc. Nope. Well, here's the thing. The, here's the thing about The Walking Dead and killing people off is I feel like a lot of times when they do uh, when they do kill somebody off, whether or not their arc is resolved is not always immediately apparent. Right. Like, it's never, like, a very obvious, like, hero's arc where he's rised up and, 
it's always like, you know, or it's you got just, caught in between two doors and torn apart. Yeah, well, like, so but that was subtle. That was subtle. Like, no, it died, and then after the fact, like when we were watching Talking Dead, when we were talking about it, we were like, you know what? Yeah, though he really came back into his own, and I was really upset to see him die. So like. He completed his arc, but at the time you're watching the episode, you weren't right. noticing that. You were just like, "Oh my god, they fucking killed him!" Are you kidding? This is this is like somewhat related, but I'm, I'm bringing it in because how I try to explain to someone. Have you guys seen HBO's The Leftovers at all? Nah, no, we talk about. No, it. we've only we've discussed it in theory, having not seen it. Uh, Tom I, has an issue with it. I kind of called it The Walking Dead with no zombies. Like it is that kind of like human drama, like One. and they, they kind of similar. I'd, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear. Because I actually like the show. 1%. percent it. It's just that number bothers me. Because it's like 1% of the population disappears. Oh, I thought it was 2. For some I, reason. It was, it was... It's some small-ass yeah. percentage. So, like... Ah, I, didn't, I didn't feel... I didn't feel... I felt like maybe if it was like 25%, 10% even. See, I don't see... The way I feel it always is that 2% or whatever, 1%, 10% even doesn't dramatically affect the population numbers. Like, it doesn't affect it in an apocalypse scenario like that, but it... It's it, not... Wait, see, wait, it's wait, not wait. apocalyptic. That's right, the wait, thing. Wait, wait, one second. Um, but what it's going to do is, um, like I said, even just 1% disappearing like that, disappearing into thin air fundamentally changes the way the human beings relate to the universe. Which is actually exactly what the show is about. Which um, is funny. Sorry. Listen. Yeah, like, that, that is what the show is about. It's... Um, I mean, obviously there are people who are upset. Like, there's a woman like whose whole family like disappeared at the same time when she was like ten feet away. There's things like that. But most of what the show is like, okay, this thing happened, and then it's like just like people change way, like cults start, like that kind of like. So it doesn't necessarily go like it's like it's almost like business as usual, but like everyone's kind of depressed. Yeah, like, like because like aliens. yeah, it's it, it it was basically like a paradigm shift, like in the, like like among the world, and that's kind of what makes it interesting. So. So Robert just kind of brought up a subject that I was talking about Eric uh, with Eric. Um, the Dyson Sphere. Have you heard about this? No. There, Either way, do you know what a Dyson wait, Sphere is? Do you mean like the vacuum? No, no. Dyson okay, because that's a Dyson ball. There's, there's an, Go me. There's an, Making uh, an ass out of myself. There's a, a theory called the Dyson Sphere, which says that any um, civilization that gets significantly advanced is going to have to somehow harness more energy. The power of a star. One of the, pro sure. one of the proposed ways is called the Dyson Sphere. It's literally a bunch of energy-collecting satellites around a sun. Okay. Uh, like recent, forming like a solid sphere. Uh, no. Uh -uh. No, because no, it can't form a solid well, sphere. Well, that would block out the sun. Yeah, because the sun needs to get through. Yeah. Sorry, you know, I'm thinking about the version that Star Trek did where everyone lived on the uh, surface of the sphere. That was Incept or not Inception. That was uh, Interstellar, yeah. Oh, I never. No, no, I'm just kidding. Wow. I was gonna say I never saw Interstellar. I'm just kidding. That was. Uh, <laughs> I do not remember that. That was, that was the space station at the end. Remember, yeah, there was a big yeah, circle. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no. So this this Dyson sphere would block a significant portion of the light, but not enough to really affect things. Um, so recently, NASA scientists uh, found a star that flickered uh, in like with weird irregularity. I did see. And. Yep. It was losing 22% of its brightness during this, which is unheard of. Yeah. Like a planet the size of Jupiter against our sun is 2%. Yep. So. Oh, yeah. Now, now that you say that. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's weird as hell. So there's a lot of theories going around. And, you know, uh, they talked, the scientists who did the report talked to a known uh, exoplanet guy who's really into, like, aliens and stuff like that. So then. He, I, as far as I'm aware, that's not what they were consulting with him about, but that's how people took it. They're like, oh my god, they think it's aliens. And so eventually they published papers that were like, well, this is, I mean, it could potentially be a Dyson Sphere, but probably not. Um, so I said, 
What if we got concrete evidence of a planet that is even like 100 light years away that has a Dyson sphere around its star? With the technology we have right now, there is like it would have massive implications across the planet. Yeah. It would do huge stuff, but Eric says no. Eric was like, people would just go on with their lives, business as usual. I think people would continue, but there would be something. Yeah, like, like, like which, we talked about this before. Which, which Tom. like that again? That is kind of what the, the the show's about. Which is why I asked, like, like I said, because it reminds me of The Walking Dead, where there's some. Well, it's yeah. just it was just less uh, yeah. crazy as like everybody's dying to zombies. Like that small amount of people was made enough to make everyone be like, "What the fuck's going on in the world?" Well, and, and my thing was like, even like scientific progress, like so many things would just jump. We would forward. start building to that. Yeah, like as soon as we see that, they're like, "Okay, there's something we have to do that's like that because we need to get out there." So like, even if like. Maybe my life didn't change over it, like like science and life, things like that. Life as a whole, life on as a whole, is going to change. Yeah, I, I totally this, agree though, with that. That you said like a hundred million light years away was it? That you never. Whoa, no, it's real. Yeah. Realist. The real one is yeah, yeah, fourteen hundred light years away. But in the hypothetical one that you mentioned, just a hundred light years. hundred light years away. Yeah. Um, but we talked about this about how that's what a hundred years. Yeah, a hundred years at the speed of light. So yeah. like. If we could, then, so my hypothesis said, so a discovery like this would spurn human discovery on. We would probably hit uh, light speed travel at least at, say, maybe 50 to 100 years. Yeah. And then from that 50 to 100 years, we could send a ship out with like generations, like they, you know, we're talking about proposing for long distance travel. And then in that time period, we could get there. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to communicate because of the 100 year gap, but like, People would know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like somebody yeah, would know what it is, and I thought like that is almost—it's scary because a hundred light years—that's achievable it, yeah. in a way. Like it would be—it would be achievable in a light speed society. Um, so I was like, yeah, the, the implications of that are bananas. Yeah, no, I, and, I, I, I agree with you. We'd, on that. Uh, and then we would have achieved light travels, so uh, the Vulcans would contact us. We're good. Yeah. We'll get some help. No, I actually. With- Actually, I talked to somebody who said that they're, uh, they they theorized that the only reason that we have not found alien life is because the Prime Directive is real. <laughs> that other life forms just yeah. want to talk to us. Can, uh, speaking of aliens, yeah. um, back in... Isn't that the sound their mouths make? Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, alien 4, Neil, Neil Baumkamp, yeah. uh, was supposed to be doing that, but it's been delayed, uh, put on hold for t- until after, I guess, Prometheus 2 comes out. Yep. I'm sure they're going to be related. Also, I thought there was already an Alien 4. Oh yeah, I guess it'd be Alien Five. Yeah, I'll say Alien. Yeah, Alien Resurrection. Yeah, okay, is, yeah, uh, yeah, is four. That's right. I say they're. Re- we try to pretend that Alien Three doesn't exist. I see. I always thought they pretend pretend that Alien Resurrection yeah. doesn't exist. I don't know. I always even thought- Joss Whedon tries to pretend that doesn't exist. Oh. Trying to scrub that off his career. Um, and in other with the Avengers. Well, there you go. You did it. Yeah. But uh, also, just jumping off of that, uh, another premiere that happened recently: uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. I did not get a chance to watch it. We I don't get Showtime. Love stars. Sam Raimi. Whatever. I'll say, and Showtime is on Hulu, but not uh, not Stars. So I don't know. I don't uh, know wait, if they have it. Like it's on Stars. Netflix usually gets stuff from Stars pretty quickly. Yeah, they're not gonna have it while it's airing. Right. Yeah. So. That's all. No, I, I want to live. I want to live in a country that is in the United States. Why? Countries that are not the that. United States get shows that we get here on Netflix as they're premiering. Like like places that can't get AMC get The Walking Dead as it comes out. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for the show. Like I'm I kind of I saw I saw a couple I trailers for Sam it Raimi. and looks wonderful. Yeah. Bruce Campbell just Bruce yeah. Campbell. Yeah, he's like 
It's like he almost didn't skip a beat. Yeah, like well, I mean, have you seen Have you seen My Name Is Bruce? No. Uh, oh my god, it's it's, so uh, it's, good. it's wonderful. It's basically it's like Bruce Campbell plays himself, but he's like an asshole. Is the whole premise of it, and then he goes to this town where there's this Chinese bean curd ghost, and it just yeah like goes they, from they, there. They, they, but they the whole thing is this like meta reference. Yes, to solve the problem. The whole the whole yeah. The, basically, this kid is obsessed with like with the Evil Dead and Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell that they call Bruce Campbell to come solve their bean curd ghost problem. Uh, it's horribly offensive, probably to Asian people, uh, because you have Ted Raimi playing this like old Chinese guy. It's it, it's bad, uh, but like it's this whole it's almost like Bruce Campbell making fun of his own career. Yeah, in the well, movie, it's supposed to, it's supposed to and it's wonderful. It was originally going to be called My Name is Still Bruce. Oh, my um, God. But there was going to be, he changed it to, uh, it's called Bruce versus Frankenstein. I mean, it hasn't had any updates in a couple of years. I don't know what's going on. I, w- I, would, I, I, like, I like, like, that universe, Bruce, a lot. In, in an interview, he said that he wanted to create the, um, the expendables of horror. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be wonderful. Right? I don't know who, I don't know who I'd want in it, though. Like, I can't think of any... I, I could think of I, one person if they were still alive. I probably think Dave Carradine would be kind of cool in like something like that. I think he'd fit but, into that. See, kind the, of... my problem is that like none of the horror movies that I really enjoy have like big name actors in them. They're just like people. Like the original Paranormal Activity, nobody in that was really of note. Literally, all the characters were named after the actors. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a big like in my hor- I don't like big names in horror in horror movies because it takes me out of it. Well, I, mean, I guess Robert England. I mean, Robert England was made a big name by yeah. horror. Yeah, movies. yeah. But I'm saying that's pretty much like the majority of what he's done since, too. Yeah. What? Been Freddy Krueger over yeah. and over and over again? Yeah. I don't, I but can't Freddy Krueger is uh, that new guy. Uh, oh, he played Rorschach in Watchmen. Yeah, I think. the guy who played Rorschach is Freddy Krueger now. But apparently, they're skipping the. Re- I, 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 from what I understand, they're skipping over the reboot, and uh, for, and Robert Englund might take over again. Hmm. I mean, whatever. It didn't do so well. Neither did the Evil Dead reboot. No, I, that's because I, I, it I was haven't it, seen it, but. It lost everything that was great about the Evil yeah. Dead. It tried to just be a straight horror film. Yeah, as opposed to like kind of goofy yeah. little bits that. Because the, saw... the Evil Dead Two was was Sam Raimi realizing that the whole thing was kind of goofy like the and first... then capitalizing on it. Like... See, the first one, the first one was goofy by accident. Yes. The second one was goofy on purpose. Yeah. And the third one I told was just I've never actually seen the second or third one. I just know that they're over the top. Uh, the, the second one, okay, Sam Raimi is just like they just start over again. Like, they just totally start all over. It's, like, the same, like, basic story. Mm-hmm. Add a lot of funny stuff into it. Right. And then the, the third one, there's time travel. Yeah, and I know just, that. It just yeah, goes I just, totally I off the wall. Makes a mechanical hand. Yes, yes. Uh, I, the second one is wonderful. And if you ever, like, find anywhere that's playing Evil Dead the musical for any reason, I suggest you go see it. I, I was, uh, I kind of see it at Ephrata's Little Theater. It was awesome. That sounds spectacular. Yeah. Blood, like, uh, there's a splash zone. Like oh, you get hit with yeah. blood. Uh, and, like it's at one point, like guts are just like falling from the ceiling, and, like blood spraying off the stage. That's perfect. It was. It was actually. And oh, that, this is even in a small place. I saw it in. Like they had a splash zone. That's uh, half the people. It was like um, most people who went were season ticket holders. Uh-huh. So as soon as the intermission hit, place cleared. Like there was a bunch of people in their like seventies. They just left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they shouldn't. At least you should at least do some research before you go to a show. Yeah. Just because you have a season ticket doesn't mean you get <laughs> to see. It doesn't everything. mean you're gonna go like it. Um. So Microsoft is apparently planning. This is a rumor. They haven't confirmed it that um through the Windows automatic update in Windows Seven and Windows Eight will preload Windows Ten. Uh, I will start off with saying I don't have a problem with this. Uh, I've yes, had I good. Ex- I've had good experiences with Windows Ten so far. 
um, whether it be gaming or regular usage. Mm -hmm. However, there are going to be a lot of people very upset about this. Uh, places that like repair computers and stuff like that will probably likely get a large influx of customers. Wondering, well, I mean, you will be able to roll it back still, from what I understand. The same way you can with regular with Windows 10 as it is. My big issue with this has nothing. Like, I think yes, we need to do this. We need to get people away from yeah, seven. We, we need should to be doing 10. that. And we need to. I wish we could find a way to do this to people that are on Windows XP. But yeah. the same reason that I wouldn't want to do it to XP people is the fundamental problem I have with it: driver issues. Yeah. Is that if these drivers for all of these computers have not been uh, uploaded or uh, updated, updated since as so, soon as they hit ten? Yeah, everything's it's just game over, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, Windows Ten. I mean, if you're running a seven or an eight machine, you're probably probably in pretty good shape with how Windows Ten is now. The only problem now, obviously, this is coming from someone who keeps their drivers up to date and everything. Yeah, like but, a normal yeah. person. Come the, on. The, the only problem. Wait, 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 you think keeping your drivers up to date is something normal people do? Try no, to back me up here. It's not. It's not. People I, don't do that. Was really, uh, I was making yeah. a joke. I, I like the only problem I had was uh, AMD's like graphics card thing. Uh, it 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 acted like a little funny, and then but as soon as I restarted, it came up and was like, or not AMD. I'm sorry, Nvidia. Uh, as soon as it, it, the their control center came up, and it was like, oh, we have a Windows 10 update. Can we install it? I hit yes. The, my computer restarted, and then everything was fine again. I was say I have I yeah. literally I had a, no problem with Catalyst. Uh, yeah, like yeah, I've, I've heard AMD like really like did well. They kicked the shit out of it. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, uh, Nvidia did well. It's just that you had to boot and then install the driver. I also. Which, if if you have let's face it, if you've got something that needs the Nvidia driver, yeah. you're someone who keeps your stuff up to date, yeah. and you're going to be understanding. My uh, I, as far as I was aware, even uh, the first game that came out uh, running DirectX 12 was even AMD uh, sponsored. Yeah, which is awesome. I I always love that because I mean it's maybe it's just me like feeling like the underdog because I like the cheaper, powerful hardware. Um, I mean, because it's cheaper in price, not necessarily in quality, because you yeah, really can yeah. get a lot for your money out of an AMD. Um, but I always, it always makes me a little, a little sad whenever a game boots up and the first thing you hear is the Nvidia. I don't like, and I'm like hearing either. To be honest with you, I have an Nvidia card. Like, obviously, it makes me sad when it comes up and says thing about AMD because I'm like, oh, should I have an Nvidia card? Am I going to see a drop? Well, yeah, here I go, but, not being able to use physics. Yeah, it, what bothers me is he'll be fine. He'll be fine with it. What bothers me is. The fact that there are two main manufacturers yeah. and they are arguing with each other, and that like you you'll have trouble with like Crisis where I won't, right? Yeah. And I'll have trouble where with Tomb Raider where you won't have that trouble. Like I'm not even like I'm not even on either one of them side. I'm like, can you both just stop doing proprietary shit yeah. so we can all enjoy these games? Not even proprietary. Like if just I mean it's extra to ask of them, but like I wish just the game companies would be like, you know, we're just gonna compromise for both. Yeah, well, exactly. My, the the and the real thing about it is I don't that know it's possible. I guess I should say the real. Like, the real I have, yeah, that I have no idea. The real thing about it, and the re the only reason that the uh, the seeing the Nvidia logo bothers me is because it's like every fucking game. Yeah, like one game out of fifteen is AMD. Partnered. To be honest, that's why I spent a little more and went with the, the GTX. It had nothing to do with the problem with AMD or anything like that. I spent a little more because, again, like you said, every time you boot up, it says NVIDIA. And I was like, I want my games to run as best I can. Yeah, so, but yeah. And, and that's funny because all the AMD partnered games like run like Amazing. a dream. <laughs> yeah, dream. seriously. Um, Battlefield, specifically. I bought, I bought Battlefield because I knew it had Mantle support. And the second that I turned Mantle on... And I was hitting 144 at ultra on my old 7870. And yeah, because like, wow, even I, I've what? got I've got a GTX 970, and even like Battlefield 3, I can't quite max out. Yeah, but it yeah. was oh my gosh! And then of course, like you just you take a second 
there's a mission where like you storm it's a Chinese soil, whatever, in the middle of a hurricane or like whatever. You know, who cares about the story? I'm there really for like the graphics, the spectacle, oh, yeah. all that. The second I stepped out, I, I died like immediately because I stepped out and I just got caught looking. I was like, "That's amazing." This game is so pretty, and then black right through the head. And I was like, "Oh, okay." This is what we're doing. You know, to get back on Halloween and yeah. tech and everything oh, like that, okay. uh, there's a Steam sale, Halloween Steam sure Steam is sale going on. Uh, I'd like to like kind of plug that one of my favorite games ever is currently on sale for five dollars, oh, which is Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Oh yeah, uh, amazing, amazing, amazing first person RPG. Uh, wonderful dialogue options and stuff like that, even for a game that was released, what, like 15 years ago at this point? Yeah. If it's something you haven't played, when it was released, it was terrible. However, the uh, mod community picked it up and totally fixed the entire game. I like how gave you, it wide you say, screen that you say when, you, uh, when it first came out, like the vanilla version is just, you said terrible? It's garbage. Well, like, okay, the game, like the dialogue and story is great and everything like that, but like optimization and everything is bad. Gotcha. It, it was very poorly developed, uh, the, but the development community fixed everything. In fact, most people say don't even play until you get the development like community patch, and that and there's widescreen patches, like 1080p patches, everything. If you get it all running, it is one of the best RPGs. Steam, like, it's great. Steam has literally no idea what horror means. Oh yeah, there's some like like Call of Duties on there, which I think their thing was like, oh, they're zombies. But the City thing, Skylines. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. The only game on the list that really, I mean, besides City Skylines, was uh, that caught my eye was Grand Theft Auto Five. But I can't justify spending yeah. even again. Right now. Why? Why I picked GTA? Up, I picked up Bioshock just because I didn't have it for PC. Like I've played it, but I just didn't have it for PC. Yeah, so every yeah, I time it. Dying Light goes on sale, it tempts me. I thought about it. I thought about uh, it, but then I ended I up buying I, the Binding of Isaac. I say, oh uh, yeah, I saw that too. The expansion. I just saw, uh, or I just got like a couple, maybe like a month or so ago, uh, both Dead Islands. And I haven't played them yet. I was like, the same people made, it was actually on a sale for, for Deep Silver. And I was like, they made Dying Light. Dying Light was this exact sale, on sale, half off, 22 bucks. And I was like... Nope, not gonna do it. I'm gonna spend five dollars to get both. See, that's the thing. Steam has ruined me to the fact where where someone's like, "Oh, did you play this game?" I'm like, "No, I'm waiting for the next sale." Like, it's it's become a problem. But the Binding of Isaac expansion, I was like, "No, no, no, I'm not gonna do it." The thirtieth hit, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll buy it." Like, it's bad. So, my question for you, real quick, we're about to wrap up. But, um, what do you think about Humble's new monthly? I didn't see what what they have up for the monthly one. They haven't. They don't. They don't show you until. Like a certain day of the month, you just give them twelve bucks. They give you a game outright, and then uh, on like November sixth, the bundle will unlock. I trust Humble Bundle, and I would say, and then every single month, it's a recurring payment. You give them twelve bucks, they give you a bundle, and it's not even it's not even like one of their pre existing bundles. Yeah. It's a separate monthly bundle. I'm fine with that. Twelve. I mean, twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. They give you Steam keys. Yeah. They've. Uh, my fiance actually pretty much every like humble bundle that comes out. Like if it's a bunch of indie games, she thinks like she pretty much buys them all for me because she knows I like them. I've never had a problem with them. I think that's great. I would say. In I'm, fact, I might even sign. I would up say I'm, I'm yeah. all about yeah. throwing twelve bucks at them. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't do it only because like we talked about this before. Not only for twelve dollars. I know it's not a lot, and you're going to get a lot for it. But I don't play enough games to justify just giving them my credit card and saying, "Yeah, just take twelve bucks a month." That's. If it was any higher amount, if it was any higher amount, I'd probably have a problem. Well, not a problem, but I, I probably would not. You be would question me. it more. Yeah, but and even, even if it was like another company, yeah. like I hum, like the humble bundle, I've never even when they do like 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 the EA bundle and stuff like that, they're still great. Like you and, get uh, great games with it. So. My only problem with the EA bundle 
is that um, you re- you redeem the key on Origin, and it's all of the games. You don't have the option to gift. Yep. That drives me insane. Because I already had half the games in the last EA bundle, but I wanted the rest of the games. And I, you know, did dirt cheap. It was five bucks for all of them. Yeah. And I was like, fine. Yeah. I know, I know we're about to wrap, but I just want to get one more thing because I think it's I think it's good that we should all we're all the type of people that can talk about this. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it, uh, T-Mobile's having what they're called their Uncarrier events, which is like their yearly mm-hmm. events where they announce all their new stuff. Uh, Uncarrier 10, according to EvLeaks, is rumored to include uh, unlimited unlimited 4G for uh, basically like their music freedom, but for Netflix, HBO, and other video services. It's a cool idea, wow. but it bothers me on the grounds of like the net neutrality stuff. Same reason the music freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It bothered, and also, well, really, what bothered me about music freedom is I can never fucking tell if it works. Oh yeah, because I have Google Play streaming music, and I could never I tell too. if it's taking my data or not. See, that's actually I have Straight Talk, and I wish they had that music freedom because I use Google Play it, as my main music source. It makes me feel dirty because I love I love that it exists, but I hate that it exists. Yeah, because like as a person who's all about like the net neutrality stuff, it bothers me. But as a person who streams a shitload of music, it's, it's great. I it's want great. That. It's great for a consumer, but when you're looking at it in the big picture, it's like mm, it's not. It's great it's for consumers, but not yeah. really. It's yeah. great for consumers. It's Terrible for content producers. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there you anybody go. who wants to compete with Spotify, Netflix now, uh, like, they have to consider, uh, T Mobile customers might not go for us because we're going to take their data. I mean, yeah. let's be realistic, though. How many people in this world are actually watching Netflix on 4G? I don't know. Enough. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess enough that they're, they're and... talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, after we'll think about that, between video and music, what else are people consistently doing on their phones that they're going to need big data plans for? Facebook. Is that really going to... I use Facebook every day on my phone, and I use maybe 100 megabytes. Yeah, I don't know. If I would have to... I, I could probably check in my stats to see what is taking the most pod, data. I guess podcasting. That's actually probably where a lot of mine goes, like listening to podcasts. Google Play yeah. Music just added a podcast option this week. Neat. Ooh, I did not see that. We, but I really I, need to get on board with the family plan. Oh, uh, and then just, just to add one more thing on top of that, uh, yeah. YouTube Red. Oh, uh, I don't yeah, know if you saw uh, Google uh, Google Music subscribers get a free subscription of YouTube Red. Yep, it's already happened, and it goes the other oh, way around. So, too, yeah. so if, if it's something that you were like, I love Google Play. I've been preaching the word like since I've had it. Yeah, oh, yeah. and this is to me is just one more reason to go for it. I have the student version of Spotify, and I so it's like five bucks a month, and so I've really been considering you know moving over. But then it's gonna be like I'm thinking it's like oh it's gonna be double the price. But now I'm getting two things. You're getting well, two things. Here, Here's actually the thought about your double the price. If you're doing the family plan for Google Play, which is fifteen bucks, split three ways between the three people that live in this house, that's five bucks. So it stays still. the same for me. Yeah. But I was gonna say the rumors or the things that I read according to some people is that that is gonna be covered under the YouTube Red. I have yet to see uh, Google say something about that. Yeah. yeah. Google themselves. I uh, the other the other thing with I think I personally think the radio stations on Google Play. I usually like more than what I get on Spotify. Well, it's, it's nice because the second that you, like, after after an artist comes up, like, three or so times and you dislike them, like, you hit the thumbs down button, you never hear yeah. that artist ever yep. again. So yeah, the radio's, Gomez? yeah, the radio's really consistent. Um, oh, the suggestions. I very rarely get a suggestion where it's like, oh, I see you've been listening to this, why don't you check that out? I almost always become obsessed with whatever they're suggesting, yeah. and I did not get that with Spotify. Yeah, I, I really didn't. Just I, everything about it, I feel is a little bit better. And plus, I guess it probably has a lot to do with the fact that it's Google and they fucking see this stuff that I search and like my Facebook and like all that yeah. nonsense. So they're like, "Ooh, he'll probably like this. I know him. He has a profile." Yeah, and, and, and me, there was a big one of those like scary things. Like, but at the same time, it's it's like I want to complain about like, "Oh, they're watching everything I do." But then I'm like, "Oh, but also every piece of content I ever get is something I'm going to enjoy exactly. because they know me now." 
All right. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up here. Um, before we head out, we have one more ad for you. This one is our first ever pre-recorded advertisement. So uh, please enjoy. Hey, this is Adam from Common Geek. Crunchyroll is a service dedicated to giving you the latest anime from Japan. We talked to Nicole from Vancouver, who's been subscribed for over two years. Here's what they had to say. The quality of everything is always superb. It makes it so I don't have to, like, go to the dingy corners of the internet to try and find the things that I want to watch. When it came to getting the latest shows, Nicole was pretty impressed. Honestly, their selection is really good when it comes to newer and more obscure anime. And why is that? Because you have access to nearly all of them from Crunchyroll. And there you have it. Go to commongeek.tv slash affiliates to get your own free two-week trial for Crunchyroll. And we're back from that. Um, so here that we are to wrap up. Ad. Yeah, it was a super good, super great ad. that. Yeah. Quality stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, so before we head out, uh, guess they get Pierce Brosnan. Our, our week. <laughs> Amazing. Let's do our social media. Uh, yeah, you can find Common Geek on our website, commongeek.tv. But of course, we're on Twitter and Facebook at Common Geek TV. Uh, so if you give us the use the hashtag CGRT, you know we'll we'll hear from you. We want to know how we're doing, and if we are doing well, of course, go to iTunes and rate us five stars or whatever uh, podcast app you use. Go there and give us a good rating uh, or a bad rating. You know, just give us a rating and let us know how we're doing and what we can do to be even awesome, more awesome, more awesomer. All right, and you can find me on Twitter at TVOJR and Travis. Uh, you can find me at www.livewirelancaster.com. All right, kids. Oh, no, you can Robert, sorry. At, yeah, that's okay. It's okay. You can find me uh, at RC Byler on Facebook and Twitter. All right, cool. Uh, thank you very much for joining us for this extra spoopy episode of uh, the Comic Ooh. Geek Roundtable. Yeah, it's been pretty scary. All right, uh, and yeah, that's all I have to say. I really don't have much else to say. Call your mom because there might be someone in her house. Yeah. Do, 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 do. The call is coming from inside. All right, call your mom.